Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. We're going to be thinking about our, our AGM. So there's a kind of classic, where's the money gone? Where's it going? How do we distribute it? All that kind of good stuff. But we're also going to be thinking about our vision and strategy uh, from 20, you know, over these three-year period. Um, so that's the that's the plan. Please use the chat as we go along for questions. Um, I mean, banter is also welcome always. But uh, but please uh, please do your uh, do, do use the chat. Oh, I forgot to say we uh, you know you should have your your flip your your, your, your your various things here. So listen, I've got these 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 you know this is purely gimmicky. I mean, just but you know let's get our let's get our things out on the screen here. Let's see see what you got. So uh, I've got flip flops. You know they can be classic on a hot day. Let's see what other people have got. Okay, Mihai. Oh, loving that Mihai. Look at the design on Mihai. Bex, loving that. Okay. Ben and Yvonne. Oh, look at how German Ben and Yvonne are. Oh, I love that. What else have we got here? Vanessa's got the nice woolly ones. Greg and Kelsey, him and hers. Maffy's like kind of Scottish. He's very happy after yesterday. Oh, oh Sharon is stylish. Uh, it looks like, I can't see. It looks like Katie's got a cuddly toy. Oh, no, it is. It is a slipper. She was cuddling it. I've got these old school ones, uh, but I think there was some banter about this. I mean, these Crocs, I mean, you just can't put a price on them. They're not only functional, but stylish. You know, that's the key, isn't it? Uh, stylish and functional. So uh, well done for bringing in slippers, if you did. Um, but uh, yeah, so please uh, please do um, post questions in the chat. There'll be moments for Q&A, but actually the, the way to do the Q&A as we go through the, uh, the this AGM is if you've put a question in, we'll try and answer it in immediately or at the end. So use the chat for questions um, and, and we'll go with that. So uh, over to, uh, to Andrew to just open us up in, uh, in prayer. Let's just take a moment uh, just to be still and then, uh, you know, focus and then uh, Andrew can pray. Yes, Father God, just uh, thank you so much for um, just the appropriate words that you've given us through Steve uh, this evening to prepare our hearts for uh, just going through the AGMs for 2021. And God, we just want to take this moment to just thank you for everything that you've provided for our church thus far um, and the, the body of Christ that we've come together here in Dublin and to just be able to not only bless each other, but to be able to bless the city as well. Um, thank you for the resources that you've given us. And and thank you for um, your Holy Spirit to guide us and in order to be faithful in, in, in using the supplies that um, you've provided. And so, God, we, uh, as we spend this next 45 minutes, uh, I just pray, Father, that we will uh, still our hearts and our minds, Lord, to be thankful um, of the of all the things, but also to be reminded of our identity and to think about how we can uh, continue to bless the city and how we can grow as a church and, and living out our identity in Christ. And so we just want to lift up this time to you. We ask for the Holy Spirit to, to move freely during this time. Praise on Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Andrew. So I'll kick this off and then I'm going to get Greg to do the kind of numbers side of things. And then I'll, I'll finish this up with some more of the kind of visiony stuff to, to finish. So um, here we go. I've lost my mouse. So here we go. What, what is our hope for this 45 minutes or so? Uh, what are we hoping? Um, I guess three things uh, as we go through this. The first one is it's really important uh, when it comes to money and the church or any any organization there's transparency and accountability so it's really good that whatever there's 40 50 of us on this call um that you guys know there's some transparency and you get a chance to ask questions and therefore accountability to the whole process so that's just really good practice it's actually very important in the scriptures too it's not just a practice our world wants to adopt but it's the uh, important in the scriptures when paul handled money he wanted to make sure it was all above board that's the first thing. The second thing from our time here is you want to create some ownership and belonging. And the fact that you're here is, is the fact that you do own and you do belong to Christ City Church. And it's your church. And you want to know, you know, what money do we have coming in? Where's it going out? Could it be spent better? How, what, what's a is it aligned to our vision and values? So that's really important. And hopefully, as you, the more you understand, then the, uh, the, the more you understand, then, then the, 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 it's better for, um, 
for, uh, for, for, for you to own and belong what's, what, what's happening, you know? So that's good. Um, the third thing uh, is uh, to fuel prayer. Like this isn't just a human institution, is it? This is, we've just been learning about. So as we, I hope you'll take a few notes and you'll just put it maybe in your Bible or your prayer diary or your journal. I'm just going to commit. There's a couple of things tonight that excited me or I felt we should get better at or, and I'm going to start praying. And so I hope tonight ensures transparency and accountability, creates ownership and belonging and fuels prayer. So who runs our finance team? Uh, that's uh, Greg uh, runs it and he has two very able helpers and one of them will all be coming back on staff shortly. So it's mainly being Greg and Vanessa for this year. Uh, and, uh, and, and then I'll all be coming back on board on the staff. So doing more and Greg really gives us, uh, the, the leadership for that. And then Vanessa does a lot of the, act, the acting and the, as in the, the getting on with a lot of the tasks that need to be done. Um, but it's important to say we are looking for a fourth member. Uh, we want to strengthen the team, partly just to, again, kind of the checks and balances here. You know, the more people that know what's going on, uh, the, the, we, we safeguard those involved and we safeguard the church. But also, I think we could do with more people just to help us as we grow and our finances grow and our church grows, that the, the, the weight is, is shared. So we will be looking for a fourth person. Uh, so let Greg know if that's an area of interest and passion and, and we can look at that and, uh, and uh, or you can pray into that for, for that God will give us the right person. Similarly, with our trustees, so these are the people that oversee us legally as a church, ensure that we are doing everything according to our charitable status, uh, including getting money back from the government. So it's not just the, uh, the responsibilities, but it's also receiving the benefits of that uh, and therefore the legal governance and ultimately the financial governance as well. So we have Greg and Chloe and Tim. Um, so as you can see, uh, Greg really does. Uh, we have to be so grateful. Greg does all this work behind the scenes. Uh, and it's not just the time, it's his efficiency matched with care and consideration, the wealth of experiences. I can just leave the whole weight with him and he carries it so well and he's very trustworthy. But, uh, and Chloe and, and Tim are, uh, are super as well, giving advice and taking on more and more responsibility as we build out that team. And similarly, I think there's potential that we'll want to add a fourth person to that team, uh, God willing, in the coming six, 12 months. So just be praying, please, for the finance team and our trustee team. And thank you to Greg, Ola, Vanessa, uh, Chloe and Tim for all that you do and have done and the weight that you carry, because it's, it's significant, so thank you. So without any further ado, let me hand over to Greg. I'm gonna keep control of the slides, but Greg is gonna take over what we're talking about. Great, thanks, Steve. Hi, everyone. And yeah, looking forward to be overwhelmed with people who want to join the finance and, and trustees team, so excited for that. But yeah, who, who would have thought a year ago we did this AGM in person at the church and who'd have thought a year on that I would actually get fined if I tried to get go to church today? So it's it's been a very strange year. Um, a lot of things have changed. So I've got four or five slides where I'm going to summarise 2020 and and how it you know how it went. Uh, and then there's an opportunity for questions. And I have four or five slides to look at 2021 and our budget. And there's time for questions as well. But also feel free to put it in in the chat and we'll try to deal with them as well as they come in. Okay, so the first slide you can see there, very simple. Uh, it just splits the income that we get as a church in 2020 versus the expenditure. And you can see the, the good news is we can we had 203,000 euro of income during the year and 120,000 of expenditure. So, you know, first place to start is income was higher than the expenditure, which, which was really good news. Um, and we'll go through a bit of details in terms of that. And that also includes gift aid that we get from the government and can reclaim thanks to all your giving as well. So, so first of all, just thank you everyone that gives to the church and supports the church and, and what we're doing. Thank you so much for that. Um, and I'm gonna go into a bit more detail as we go through the slides, but I guess that the main thing to, to mention is we're in a really good position. We are fortunate, you know, Stephen and Leanne give so much for the church and, and they're currently unpaid. And we'll come on to addressing that in 2021. Um, I know in 1 Timothy 5, it says that elders who direct affairs are, are worthy of double honour and the worker also deserves his wages. So, so we are looking at that and we are thankful and we don't want you know, to exploit people anyway. And we do want to honour kind of Stephen and Leanne and, and what they do for us. Um, so that's something to consider going into 2021. Um, but just to say we were very encouraged by the giving throughout 2020 as well. Um, and it's been a really strong year and expenditure was kind of in line with what we expected at the start of the year. 
um, which is good, a few ups and downs, but in total, it was kind of where, where we expected it. So that's the summary. Steve, if we go on to the next slide, um, it's just a picture, people like visual pictures. Um, I'm not sure who the pictures of the staff team are, but um, it gives you an idea um, of, of where the money's going. So you can see, um, you know, from, from staff, for giving away, that, they're the, the two main areas, I guess, um, that the church expenditure goes to is investing in people and training people and also giving away to, to you know, charities and giving away to people kind of linked to Christ City Church who, who are doing good work in, in the city and, and beyond and across the world. So that's it. And then, you know, there's a third, I guess, admin kind of spend as well around rent and different things as well. So that gives you a little visual picture. If we go into the next slide, um, this is for people who like pie charts and numbers. So this is our expenditure. I mean, sorry, this is 2021. I meant 2020. So it's 2020 expenditure. As I said, three big areas. So one, staffing. 53% of uh, expenditure in 2020 went on staffing. Um, so yeah, obviously as a team, um, it grew. So we obviously have Ola uh, at the start of the year. We'll be coming back. Vanessa, Maffi, and and Hannah as well. That was um, where the money went in terms of our staffing so that was actually less than we budgeted for in the year but that was our main cost so 53% went on staffing you can see the green bit of the pie chart is giving um, so you can see 17% of the income that we got given in went went away on giving so we supported many many different places and we're going to come on to that also if you notice in the oh I don't know we could have a big discussion on what color that is if it's red is it cerise I don't know that donation to Vingero there that's 13%. So we actually had a one-off gift that supported Vingero, which is um, the school uh, in Zambia that do great work with the kids there. And we did, you know, it's fantastic that someone wanted to support and pay the, pay the wages of the staff. And to see the letter that we got back from Vingero was just so encouraging. And it, it's just fantastic that, you know, we get 30%, that we were able to give away 30% this year, okay? And then 53% on staffing. So. The remaining amount went on rent. Rent, I saw a question going through, as you can see, rent we managed to, we, we paid a small amount um, for the months we weren't in there because we still use it for storage. But um, yeah, it was much less than budgeted because obviously we weren't in the building for a lot of the year. And that could continue in 2021. We expect to see some savings on budget as we don't use the building. Therefore, we just pay a bit for, for storage. So that's encouraging. Um, so that, that they're the three main areas. I guess the other 17% is admin, you know, the rent, uh, the Sunday gatherings, the support, things like insurance, et cetera, build up. Okay, so that's the three main areas really where our money goes. If you go on the next slide, Steve. Uh, so giving, wow, we gave to, I think it was 24 um, different ministries and, you know, different people that we supported. You, you can see, I'm not going to go through all of them, but you can see all the great areas and I love I love to see this and I love to see where it's supporting I love to read all the thank you letters we get you know where we've supported charities and, and different areas so I'm going to highlight a couple and then I'm going to get Steve to highlight a couple as well um I just see that question yeah 0% was just it was smaller than 0.5 so it went as 0% on the pie chart but there was still a value against it so just to come back to that question um but giving we, we supported CUs you can see there's a number of uh, CUs on that slide that we supported during the year and it's great to see the work going on with the students and they're doing some yeah some really fab stuff so that was really encouraging um through the years that we were able to give to several different um CUs um and also also through through things like Christians in Sport um which is great as well um and the Lighthouse which we you know we're going to talk about in a bit more detail so if you want to know more, there's so much to go for. But I know Steve wants to talk about a couple of the, the charities there as well. Yeah, just to let you know, I mean, this is so great, guys, that we could give 17% of our income away plus a one-off gift. So it ended up being 30% of our income away, which I think is just, it's just praise God, you know. So uh, a couple of things I wanted to flag that, that, that there were three church plants that I have the privilege of working alongside or just in conversation with uh, David Martin. 
uh, Christchurch, North Dublin. Uh, we have Cameron here, who is uh, he's trying to at least start a, um, a work in the Docklands area and amongst city workers, obviously very tough in COVID, but he's here as an Australian uh, church planter. And then Hope Church, I got to know this amazing Romanian man called Cyprian, who's planted a church. And so, you know, we were able to give them each a thousand early on in their journey. And they were just, you know, bless the socks off them. And as Greg said, the letters we received back from people just saying how encouraged they were and uh, whether it be the Lighthouse, which is DCM here, other people, um, was really encouraging. So thank you guys for, uh, for giving. And uh, it's great for us to be able to channel some of that giving. Just to say, we give according to three principles. Where do we have a personal relationship? Who's trying to impact the city for the social good? And who's trying to reach the city evangelistically? So that's how we think about giving. Relational connection, social justice ministries, and evangelistic ministries. Back to you, uh, Greg. Cool. No, thanks for adding that, Steve. Um, yeah, so I think if we go into the next slide. Um, so that, that was the review, really, of 2020. So I've gone through income expenditure top line and, and talked about the three main areas that we give in terms of staff, in terms of giving all giving away as you saw through the, the 24 different individuals and charities that we supported and then the other costs the rent and the admin costs as well so it was a really encouraging year um, just just to summarize as well we actually saw a 50 percent increase on general giving through the year which is fantastic so we actually saw 11 more regular givers than the year before so it went up from about 33 regular givers which could be a household you know not just an individual up to 44 which is fantastic um, and we're really encouraged and we also saw a lot of people that had already been giving give quite a bit more which was really good as well so i'm really encouraged by that um, to see that we've got you know a lot more people supporting the church um, and giving and I, we were surprised i know i talked to steve about this we were worried at the start of covid you know people are going through tough times and especially if people were losing jobs you know or being furloughed you know that we thought giving could go down understandably um, but in fact it was the opposite and I think people have really kind of valued church valued the community valued the the work that Christ City Church is doing and we saw giving go up and yeah we were, we were so delighted and and so stunned that it's fantastic praise God for that and and just a big thank you for everyone who you know who gave um throughout the year so are one, there any more questions? Yeah, there's one that came. Please add the questions, guys. There's one that came from Daniel. And um, Daniel says, what kind of person would you be looking for to, um, if you know, for the finance team? I'll let Greg speak to the exact details. But just as a principle, and I went through this with our city group leaders, uh, when we think about new leaders in the church or people to join teams, we're thinking primarily, first of all, of character and and commitment to christ so i came up with a little acronym godly faithful servants so if anyone wants to join and serve and lead the first thing is are they godly are they faithful are they servants then is there a vision and you know do they align to the vision and values um and all the rest and are they trustworthy uh, and then there's are they gifted and experienced in this area could they do it um so those are some of the things um i don't know greg if you want to say any specifics about the gifted and, and experienced in this area but certainly character is first then alignment, I guess, to the church in general, and then it would be the gifting and the experience. Um, Greg, anything more on that one? Uh, not too much. Just to say, you know, this isn't when we talk finances. It isn't. You don't need to have done a, you know, a PhD or anything in a, in accounting or in a master's or anything like that, or be qualified. You know, it is. If you enjoy working with numbers and are confident working with numbers, then this is, you know, something that you could do and be involved. Um, you, you don't have to be an accountant or anything. So just bear that in mind. And if you are interested, as, as we said, please get in touch. OK, so that was 2020. So we're looking into 2021, as you can see here. Um, the first thing to note is the total actually is quite similar to 2020. So if you remember, we had 203K in 2020 income and 208K. So you might think that's not gone up much. Well, there's a couple of things to note. So one. In fact, regular donations, so the people who give kind of every month, we're, we're looking for a 20% increase this year. Um, it's kind of similar to previous years. Obviously, we saw 50% increase last year, which, is, which was amazing. We budgeted for 20% increase in regular giving this year. We got a lot of big one-off donations in 2020, so we budgeted a lot less for that, okay? So that has come down quite significantly, hence why the overall total income hasn't really gone up from last year. We don't want a budget for them to come through because they are one off. Um, and if we do get them, that's a bonus and we'll come on top. But that's how we kind of split it out. 
And we're really thankful, you know, Justin set us up as a charity and all his hard work paid off because we can reclaim the tax. And it's fantastic that the government support us. And you can see, you know, we're budgeting 45,000 euros from the Irish government to support us. So, you know, praise God that is, is available to us. And, and we can claim that through, through the gift aid back from, you know, all the taxpayers out there who, who, are, who are giving. So that's the overview, okay, for the income. If, if, next slide, yep. So that just talks about basically what I've said. Um, the bottom bit is the only bit of new information there. We're looking for 11 more givers the year. So we've gone up last year from 33 to about 44 givers. Um, so we're looking for 11 givers more. Average of 150 euros a month is roughly average giving. People give less, people give more, but that's a rough average. Um, and if you work that out, that isn't going to get us to the amount. But obviously, we're looking at regular givers give a bit more as well, which we have seen as well. So it's a combination of more people coming in and joining and, and giving and then existing givers, you know, if they can, can give a bit more. And that's what we've budgeted for across the year. Okay. Okay, the next one is, um, this is the, I guess the pie chart just explaining the 2021 expenditure. So you can see there's a big increase in staffing. If you remember, we we're just over the 50% in 2020, that's increased to 67. Uh, you know, why is that? You know, two great pieces of news. I think Ola's coming back from maternity leave at kind of the end of March. Um, so she'll be working part-time again for the church, which is fantastic. Um, and, you know, Steve, we're hoping to come on board as well part-time from the start of July. So that just means we can do so much more as a church and we really want to invest in staffing. So the more we invest in, in staffing and the more we invest in people, and I assume, you know, that includes training as well, the more work we can do and the more outward looking we can be as a church. So we do want to invest in staffing. Um, you can see the giving there at 13% of our expenditure as well. So again, that could be higher, but we've budgeted for that in the year. And the other costs, we I guess the other costs there, that, that's 80%. So the other 20%, things like rent um, is more the admin side. So, you know, I guess supporting the Sunday gathering, support insurance, that kind of thing, rent um, as well. And they say kids, we, have, we are spending some stuff on our kids. It's just below half a percent, hence why it says uh, zero. So that's the big changes and really exciting that, you know, Ola and Steve, you know, we'll be joining, I guess, um, the staff team from, you know, different points throughout the year as well. It just means we can do so much as a church and especially as we're looking forward, um, there's quite a lot going on. So we want to look at more about, you know, the possibility. We want to think big. So maybe a second service, maybe we then want a church plant. So to be able to do that, you know, we need more people, we need more resources. Um, maybe looking at, not at the moment in COVID, but looking at office space as well is really important. To have you know a team office which we've, we've never had before is is really good to, to support those in leadership as well um so so that's on that slide if you want to go on to the next one steve um so that's again it's just a split of our expenditure so you can see the the different buckets there so you can see the main ones are staffing as i said um we expect that to increase substantially you've got giving as uh, 10 percent of our income Okay, at the, at the third line down, uh, you've got rent. We anticipate to save on rent um, because obviously we don't anticipate using the building for who knows, it could be a few months. We'd love to be back in there, but there'll probably be a saving there. And then all the other kind of um, yeah costs coming through, which haven't trained, changed too much year on year. So we've got leadership training, Sunday gatherings. So that includes like your kind of your sound and your visuals. And we've really invested on there as we've had to as we've moved online um, as well. And then the weekend away, which we'd love to do as well in November. Okay, Steve, do you wanna move on there? Okay, so what's the big picture? So we, we're looking for a 20% increase in regular giving. We wanna keep giving away at least 10% of our income. Um, and as you can see, we did way more than that in 2020, which is great. Our main expenditure rise is staffing. Um, and we want to think of the bigger picture, which is, you know, considering Stephen Leanne's involvement and also the long-term aim of being a church planting church and doing more in the city. So they're the big things, and I guess, and they're the prayer points and the things we're asking for in 2021. 
Okay, let's go on to the next one. So that's Q&A. Steve, should I hand over to you? I know lots of questions. Before yeah, me. a few questions are coming. I might push them back at you. But the first question was, at what level of income, if any, do we require an audit? And we can take it away if we don't know. That Yeah, that's a good question. Um, as if it's not just based on how much you get. There's a few other considerations as well. Um, but yeah, happy to to go away. And I think that's from Rachel, so I'll, um, I can update you on that one. There's a few other things. It's not just the level of income. It's, you know, yeah. So I can come back to you, Rachel, on that one. Yeah, good. That's a great question. Thank you. Is the So the giving just on the school, so we've kind of got this arrangement with the school where we would normally pay a thousand a month, which is amazing for a city center location, a kind of free run of the place, all the rooms we can use and car park. Uh, so in itself, that's really good. Um, but when it comes to uh, COVID times and we can't meet, we've just ag agreed a 250 euro retainer so that A, we keep our place, B, we can keep the storage and C, we want to keep less in the school. It's going through a tough time. So that's just the arrangement going forward. Whenever it's, uh, whenever it's, um, uh, whenever we can't meet, that's how the score happens. 1,000 normally, but we get it for 250. Sharon asked a question earlier that I responded wrongly to because I misread it. So yeah, we do hope our, uh, the giving to staff will go up and we'll come to that. And that was Daniel's question. We're going to map that out because we really want to be given to people rather than say buildings and other things. And the buildings and other things can be important, but people is where we want to invest the money. So yeah, we hope that will go up. And one of the reasons it's not more than that, by the way, is because in a sense, we're kind of waiting. It's not that uh, it's going other places. It's kind of being saved in a sense. Um, so that will come back to your question, Daniel. Yeah, I'm going to share that in a moment. Uh, sorry, I meant the one in Africa, was it? Not for, oh, uh, what was the question, Lucas? Is oh, there, yes, is giving for the school mentioned before included here? Well, it was a one-off particular. We will keep giving to the school in Africa, Lucas, in terms of that's the support. And we're actually hoping to send some mission partners, which I'll be able to let you know about hopefully in the next year. Uh, to actually go there for a year um so so absolutely that's a long-term relationship uh this was a specific amount of money that was giving to you know the, the reason it was so high last year uh, or this yeah 2020 was because a specific amount of money was given to ccc to channel it for this purpose because the teachers had not been paid for six months or so and so this was a way of the church handing that money from a ccc giver so that we could uh, ensure that those 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 teachers in the school were, were paid which was a great thing for us to be able to do and, and a great a great opportunity so we won't necessarily be giving whatever it was that we gave the 13 percent uh but we will continue to give one two three thousand or whatever we end up doing next year yeah, as well so that's a long-term relationship how can we give to the church luke we will answer that at the end of the presentation thanks for the question and uh yeah that will all become clear at the end did i miss any questions if so just put your name in and i'll research it there's just but, one yeah, more there steve who is it from there going to say for maria do we have savings as well yes greg do you want to talk about that yeah so um yeah we do have savings um so roughly in the in the bank we've we've had savings over the last three or four years as we've had, the income has been much higher than we'd anticipate so we roughly have about two hundred thousand euro in savings at the moment um in the bank um which is fantastic and it gives us um i guess you know when we looked at it three years ago and we looked at how quickly we could you know expand and and grow we were we were very much thinking this would be nice but now we're at the point where hang on this can actually become a reality now and you know we've talked about you know steve coming on board more and more and also expanding into the services maybe building maybe you know office space that kind of thing this is more of a reality now post covid um, so we're very excited about that. So do we have savings? Yes. Financially, we're in a, in a decent place compared to a few years ago, um, which is really encouraging. That means we can really accelerate our plans. And just uh, some of the ring fence for church planting too. Yeah. But, yeah. but it, it basically, we're finally at a place where we can, a lot of things been praying and dreaming about, oh, we can actually do this. The Lord has provided, you know, isn't that wonderful? Um, Okay, keep the questions coming. I'm going to talk about looking ahead. Yeah, praise God. Absolutely. I mean, that's the big message here, guys, is praise God. And thank you for your generosity. And, you know, please keep committing and keep giving because it enables us to, to do things. So looking ahead, a fallow season now. What next? Um, this is a fallow season, isn't it? You know, in terms of, uh, of, of what we're in. I mean, we're able to be fruitful in many ways, but it, a lot of church has stopped. Um, 
But when there's a fallow season, you have to trust the sovereignty of God that like he's work and he knows what he's doing. And therefore, to use the fallow season well for training, for prayer, for developing character, whatever else, uh, training leaders, so that when the fallow season comes to an end, uh, we can we can sort of go again and into more fruitful season, you might say. So here's the thing. In a post-pandemic world, the needs of the world are going to be far greater than the social structures of our society can meet. Economic, the healthcare needs, the mental health needs, the community needs, the people getting back into job needs, the debt needs, the homelessness needs, the isolation, like... The, the needs are going to are already and when that you know this will drag on now for two or three four five years and you know god willing the vaccine will help us but it, so the society is going to have to rely on volunteer groups to provide a lot of what typically they might look to you know the government or or, or, or the, the normal social structures and this is where we as a church can say well we have been given the mandate by jesus in his name to bring his love to lots of practical needs and also to preach the gospel that people might be saved. So this is a fallow season and let's invest in, our, in one another, in our relationship with God, in growing in our gifts, in prayer, because I, I think there could be a, a real opportunity for, for the church to play a more prominent role in caring for our society, which is gonna be so fragile and hurting and broken as we care for one another. We think about caring for others so with that in mind like in one sense you know we must remember society the world has changed but our vision doesn't change we want to make a positive impact in the city of dublin spiritually socially and culturally we want to see people safe for eternity we want to love those that have the least and we want to impact all sectors of society and be salt and light and our values don't change and actually in many ways we're seeing some of these values played out more as we've been able to, you know, get different, you know, every member ministry on a Sunday online, for example. So the mission, the discipleship, the community and the leadership, they are still our core values uh, that we are, are looking to invest in. So I often talk about the trellis and the vine. The trellis is the structure. The vine is the organic, living, growing church, breathed by God, full of the spirit of God, empowered by the word of God. That's the vine. It's growing. It goes in all directions. And you have to adapt the structures and, let, you know, to fit, make sure the structures don't become key. The vine is key. But our vision and values, the vine doesn't really, you know, it just weaves. It, but the expression of it might change, but not, not the core of it. So that's the first thing. So as we think about that, looking ahead in this fallow season, and as we think about our vision and values, um, what, 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 what do the next three years look like? I've got a few little thoughts here. The first one, we've talked about this for, for, for two, two or three years now, is to have another church plant or congregation. Most likely uh, a morning congregation, so we can particularly help families and those with children and become maybe a more family-orientated church as well as a 18s to 35s orientated church we don't want to lose what we've got but we would think it'd be good to broaden and to deepen so uh we'll see what happens we've been taught this year to hold plans more loosely james chapter four if the lord wills you know so we're not to put any crazy timelines or mandate it happens at any point but it still makes sense i think that the lord is preparing us for um craig says he's 36 yeah um for what's next and we can go quickly i think given the financial situation and the strength of our church, praise God, if we wanted to do it quicker or we can wait. So that's the first thing. I think that'll happen and give us an opportunity for to reach different people. We are growing in our partnership with the Lighthouse DCM. We've had some great conversations. Again, the pandemic means it's a fallow season. We can't do loads and loads and loads of work with the, with the Lighthouse and the homeless at the moment. But the partnership and the strength of relationship and our financial commitment to them. And we had Rebecca and Andrew going and volunteering. We get into know Anto and Neam better, who are part of the church. I've got to know Joe uh, and a guy called Brian. And really positive. And they want us to help particularly around the friendship and the evangelism and the follow-up care to see if we could take some homeless people right out of their situation. So that's really exciting. We're having to wait, but the partnership is growing. Um, we want to keep training up leaders and staff. That's our leadership value. And actually, you know, so we've taken on Audrey as our as our intern again for for you know new intern, and we and, and we hopefully take on more staff and train those we have and train our existing city group leaders and 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 ministry leaders and things. So that's a really key thing we can keep doing. We want to multiply our life groups and city groups. Life groups are those areas of discipleship and accountability. City groups are that community growing together and caring. This is the front line of the church. This is where you're cared for. This is where you're known. This is where you serve. This is where you belong. And so we want to be multiplying the leaders so we can multiply the groups. 
Uh, building an office space, I think, you know, as our staff team grows and as we become, hopefully, God willing, a training center where we can train people and they can come and then we can send them or we can, you know, use them here in Dublin. Uh, we want to think about how to, uh, to, about office space and whether that building could also be used strategically in the city, like as a cafe or somewhere to have a co-working space. And it's not just about us, um, but it's, uh, but it's, it's also about, uh, uh, you know, how, how it can be influential in the city. But we want to care for our staff. You know, all our staff, obviously, in COVID are working from home, but they were working out of cafes and things. And we may want to think about doing a bit more uh, going forward to, to make sure they've got a space. This is an interesting one, guys. And um, we haven't talked so much. We want to reach the two cities in Dublin. Every city has two cities, every major city. There's the one, the, the newer residents that have been here five or 10 years. They're more transitory. They're less rooted. They're less relationally connected. Um, they're open to new things. And then you've got the, the more, you know, 10 plus year residents who have been here a longer time, more established networks of friends and family, homeowners, that kind of thing. And they're often less open or, you know, to, to, to new things because they're sort of sorted. You know, praise God, we've done a really good job of reaching the, the newer city to Dublin and kind of in line with that morning service. You want to, Lord, help us over the next 10 years to reach the more established city. Uh, to be an effective church for Dublin, in a sense, to live up to our corner. We've got to reach both cities. We can't neglect either. And so, so that's something we want to think hard about. Hence why the living, how do we live and how do we, you know, if you want to raise a family in Dublin or if you want to find a place to live and to buy or to rent and like, how do we make that possible? And how can we as a community be creative and strategic in helping people to go, you know, I can make Dublin my home for the long term for the sake of the gospel. So we really want to think hard about that. I don't have any answers, but I know that's something that is uh, is significant. So there are just some thoughts on the uh, on the kind of bigger picture things we want to be thinking about. Specifics uh, to this year, uh, a few things. Firstly, the staffing, and I think this was a question. So some staffing updates. Um, Hannah, uh, who's done an amazing job building on the work of Martina, and the children's work is in such a great place now. Sadly for us, good for her, she will be stepping down from the staff team in about a month. She's just accepted a job uh, to serve young people in North Dublin uh, and particularly helping them think about how they can grow as leaders. So super for her. She's finishing off her master's, exactly the right thing. Really sad for us because Hannah's so wonderful and so great and, and doing so well. But praise God, Hannah's willing to uh, continue at least short term in a volunteer capacity to oversee the work alongside Tim Gaston, who, who the two of them, Tim leads it from a leadership point of view and Hannah from the staff team. Um, to keep organizing and making sure it runs. And over time, that children's worker role, we may want to look to hire again someone around the families, the morning congregation, the lighthouse, the role could grow from just being like a children's worker thing, uh, which you know, Hannah's on 10 hours a week to a bigger role. Uh, so that could be interesting. So that's an update about Hannah. I'm sure she can share more if you know her. Uh, great for Hannah. And it's great that she still, still wants to be involved. And Hannah and I had a lovely conversation about that today. Um, Ola will be coming back on after maternity leave in March. Uh, so it's super. We've missed her and looking forward to having her back. And she's going to primarily focus around women and women's discipleship. Uh, so looking forward to, to that. And then she'll have other roles, but that will be the, the sort of the core of what she's doing. Uh, so do pray for her as she, so pray for Hannah as she sort of transitions out of her current situation, offers some leadership, at least in the short term, and moves into her new role. Pray for Ola uh, as she comes back on. Um, and then myself. So tomorrow, I'm gonna. After this, I wanted to just get you guys to be praying. I've had some very good conversations with HubSpot about going part time. That uh, I, I'm gonna send an email saying, you know, can I have an update? And, and they said they'd let me know whether it'd be possible, probably in February. And then if it is, it will happen in July. So I've been praying to the Lord, Lord, you know my heart, you know my desire now to do more time in ministry and slow down a bit, uh, but to keep my foot in the business world. And in my wisdom, Lord, this makes the best sense. Please, would you do it? You know, and I'd love you to pray with that, me with that. But just pray, you know, the Lord's will be done and that Leanne and I be open to the next, whatever the next chapter to hold. So please be praying this week. I'm going to email him. It'll be in his inbox first thing tomorrow morning to say, can I have an update? And hopefully over the next two weeks, I'll get that. Uh, so that's for me. And if it happens, God willing, it'd be July. If not, then Leanne and I would have to consider what I do, maybe a consultancy role that I'd set myself up with on the side or... Would we wait and just hang on in a COVID world and not make any decisions? You know, so there's a few different places to go there. Um, but long, I, I do want to make that transition. You know, so that's where thinking. We want to take on new interns and apprentices. 
you know, the world has changed and people's plans have been dashed. So uh, maybe there's an opportunity for certain people and it's great to have Audrey on board. And um, let's, have a, let's have a sort of financial one, but just to let you guys know, like we need to think about what we're going to do online in a post-pandemic world. Do we keep offering online or do we, you know, and how do we offer online and those kind of things. And this is, you know, much further down the line, but it's uh, obviously we're used to this now, but it's not the normal way of doing church. Um, so there are just some other things to uh, consider. I think I've mentioned everything I wanted to, and I think I hopefully have answered some questions uh, around um, around where we're going with staffing and some strategic plans. Um, so I'm going to hand, uh, we're going to do a Mentimeter and then a Q&A. So uh, Vanessa's going to take over, but I'd love you to get your menti.com out. And uh, how do the vision... Uh, there you go. So you can just click on that link or go go to uh, go to Menti in your phone. Um, how do the vision and strategic plans make you feel? Uh, go to menti.com and then type in 5843234. Um, so take com on your mobile or whatever. Um, how do the vision and strategic plans make you feel? And uh, Vanessa's now got the screen. Wonderful. And uh, it'd be lovely to hear what people have to say. And uh, just to get a bit of a picture supported, good. Praise God. Encouraged, inspired, excited, wonderful. Excited. Sounds good. Positive news, adventurous. Yeah, I mean, it's so encouraging, guys. Like Leanne and I were genuinely filled with kind of awe and wonder that, you know, we went to the church, you guys, like, you know, two years ago and then again. And Greg said it himself, like, can we even pull this off bringing me on staff and could we hire more people and could we have an and it was like these numbers are too big and suddenly it's almost being out of be possible and it's just it's amazing it is exciting and it is encouraging and we're very grateful for wow he has provided exactly steps of faith ambitious uplifted uh, prayerful involved pumped love that um what else advent makes me want to commit good praise god god is good god is good yeah envisioned wow intrigued good yeah exactly Adventurous, thankful, uh, steps of faith, joyful, faith-filled. Um, hallelujah. Um, I can't see which one changed there, but a few others did. Intrigued, generous people. Yeah, grateful for generous people. Yeah, that's the key. Wow, yeah, faith-filled. Yeah, wonderful. I'm going to take a little picture of that, and then I'm going to take back over. But thank you guys for, for coming and, and, and sharing that. Uh, let me share the screen again, and I think we're nearly at the end, and we can... Uh, uh, finish things up. So any Q and A on, on any of that? I mean, I, we've been saying put the questions in. So if there are questions, hopefully you've uh, put them in, but there's a little chance now. I'll get my chat box out. Hmm. Okay. No questions. Good. And you can follow up. This is not the only moment to ask questions. So Greg, over to you. Great. Thank you. Um, last couple of slides here. So there was one question, how can you give? Um, the first one doesn't really apply in the current COVID world. Um, but yeah, bank transfer is probably the easiest way or standing order. If you go to the website, um, you can, on one of the click downs, you can get um, how to give and it's quite simple to set up. Um, that's probably the best way to do it. If you do it bank to bank, there aren't any fees. And once it's set up, it's set up to come out every month or however often you want to do it. Um, some of the other ways, PayPal, would try and discourage people to use PayPal because they charge fees. Um, and I know a few people do give by PayPal. Thank you for giving. Um, but yeah, they do charge fees. So if you could kind of, you know, move that to standing order or bank transfer, that might be a little bit easier. Um, but also we have forms. If, if you are starting giving and you are a taxpayer, please let us know because we can reclaim gift aid and we need you to get a form to sign as well, um, which would help us, you know, that'd be fantastic. Um, and also just to let you know, we have an email coming out tomorrow about giving and the wider context as well. So you will receive an email tomorrow. Um, if you can't find out online how to give or you're struggling, please contact me. If you haven't got my details, contact Steve and you know he can pass my details on and happy to help you. Um, it shouldn't be too difficult, but yeah, happy to reach out if that's not happening. Thank you. There's one more slide, Greg, actually there. Uh, yeah. Yes, okay, how to give. Um, basically what we say is we'd love you to give um, and if your heart is to support the church um, then please do set it up we you know we did a survey a while back and we realized that the reason most people don't give is because they just haven't got around to it um, 
So we just love really people to 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 get it all set up. Um, and look, as we said there, you know, if you're unemployed or a student, money could be tight. So just start with a really small amount. Um, that would be fantastic and, and would really support us. Um, if you don't know how much to give, the church average is, uh, you know, roughly 150 euros a month. Um, if you can afford it, we, you know, we have givers that give quite a bit more. We have givers that obviously just give a little bit as well, which is which is great. But if you if you don't know how much to give or you, you're not comfortable, get in touch with me again. Happy to have a discussion as well. Because this isn't something that's talked about a lot, right? Especially money and money and finances and giving. So yeah, please get in touch if you don't know. Okay, well, just before we finish up, uh, there was a question there about the roles, and it's a good one. Um, if there's questions around salaries, I think I'd let that just be more handled one-to-one -one if there's specific questions around staff salaries. We do have a salary pay scale. Uh, Greg and the trustees work according to that pay scale, and then every year, uh, there's a review at uh, you know just before September around whether someone should be moving in the pay scale and, and things like that based on inflation, but more importantly, based on the role they do and has that increased. So there is a salary review process that uh, that Greg and the trustees handle in uh, in association with the line manager. Um, in terms of the roles, um, the so uh, I haven't got my notes in front of me, so I, I, I'm nervous I'm going to do a bad job of this, but. Um, um, Maffi is sort of handling everything to do with all the Sunday roles you see. So he's trained, he's recruiting and training and caring for all the volunteers on a Sunday in terms of, you know, who's doing the prayers and the calls to worship and that. So he sort of handles a lot of our Sunday service as well as tons and tons and tons of pastoral care. Um, so they would be two big areas for Maffi uh, recruiting and training. So we can see that every member ministry and pastoral care another huge area for Matthew is the internship and apprenticeship so that's his he oversees all that and this thing we're seeing a lot of fruit there and he's really enjoying that and that's been really positive so he oversees that program and the people um and uh then obviously the preaching and leading and and, and seminars and things he does lots of that so they'd be sort of Matthew's Matthew if I've missed anything just please don't you can private message me or put it in the chat uh, but they'd be sort of Matthew's main main areas for Vanessa, Vanessa's uh, one of her big roles is around students and making sure the students are cared for and looked after and disciples. So she has a couple of life groups like Matthew. Matthew has life groups that they're investing in. Uh, she does all of our social, uh, not social, all of our comms, which includes social and email and everything we're doing on the website, which is a huge role. And we're seeing loads of fruit there, even online, obviously more than ever. Um, Vanessa also looks after all our events which haven't been as many this year, but even like this, the online staycay was an enormous amount of work. Um, and so Vanessa did that and, and lots of other different events, including when we do meet in person, the Sunday oversight of the whole thing. Um, and the uh, and then everything in the background of online church, basically. And, and not just doing it, but training. And now she's got a team and she's worked really hard to train others. So that's kind of what we want to see the staff team doing, training others. Um, so they'd be the main areas uh, that Vanessa is involved with. Uh, Ola, as I said, will be coming back on doing um, women's and discipleship and overseeing all our life groups, um, as well as helping with some oversight in, in other areas of church, particularly working with Vanessa um, to do with comms and, and pastoral care. So the two of those can particularly help with the, with the women in the church. Um, and uh, then Hannah was doing all our kids and, and she'll keep doing that in a volunteer capacity. Then each intern has specific things they're particularly involved in. So say for Andrew, uh, um, it was, you know, intro and the city group and they're writing essays and, and then they're meeting up with people and in life groups. Um, so different areas that each intern is involved in. And, and then we're using them and sort of starting to, depending on their gifts and passions. So for Andrew, he's also helping with all the 730 leadership comms, which I don't think is his passion, but it's an area he wants to grow in. But he is passionate about preaching. So we've given him a chance and training him there. And so we're doing the same for Audrey, finding the right fit for her and what she wants to grow in. And we did the same for Rebecca as well before. Um, and so things like you know, Andrew would also oversee the setup under Vanessa once a month and things. So they start to take on more and more responsibility. Um, and then, yeah, I'll be doing other stuff if I come on board but uh, yeah so hopefully that answers the different people but you can uh, if I've missed anyone or anything you can ask questions there do the wage reviews each year take Irish living wage into account and meet yeah so we try and we looked at two things for the wage and, and we want to make sure we looked at the teachers wage scale and the UCD administration staff wage scales 
They're our two key guides because they accommodate for the local Dublin price. And we are looking, so the staff all got an increase this year and we'll be looking to continue to do that appropriately according to role and as you said, the, the standard of living here, we you know, of renting and buying. We do want to make it possible. This is our vision. And, and Tim is super. I mean, all the trustees, but Tim has sort of got his real, you know, we want to make sure we care for the staff so that they can have a long-term future as a staff member and be supported in Dublin. And that's really significant. And hence why a lot of the money goes to the staff. Um, we don't want to be a scrimpy church, you know, Greg Redder versus out there, a worker deserves his wages. So... So, yeah. So I think that's hopefully given you a, a broad picture of the different staff and, and who does what. Um, uh, if I've missed anything, uh, then uh, do message me. But, yeah. Okay, any other questions? Look at that, we're bang on time. Okay, over to Leanne, who's going to pray to finish. She's going to read a prayer on the screen. And then uh, look at these words, guys, as, and as Leanne finishes us off. Disturb us, Lord, when we are too well pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have come true because we've dreamed too little, when we arrived safely because we sailed too close to the shore. Disturb us, Lord, when with the abundance of things we possess, we have lost our thirst for the waters of life. Having fallen in love with life, we have ceased to dream of eternity. And in our efforts to build a new earth, we have allowed our vision of the new heaven to dim. Disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture on wider seas where storms will show your mastery, where losing sight of land, we shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push into the future in strength, courage, hope, and love. Uh, amen. That prayer, Lord, it says it all. We thank you for all you have done in and through CCC over the last few years and over 2020 especially. We thank you for your care, for your provision, and for your leading us. And as we look forward, keep our commitment sure, keep our fat passion fiery and our hope secure. Guide us, please, Lord. We love you. And this is all for you. Amen. Thank you, Leanne. And uh, thank you everyone for coming. Um, we'll hang around, Greg and I, for another five minutes or so if there are final questions or clarifications. But otherwise, uh, big, big thank you again to Greg and all that he does with Chloe and Tim on the trustees and Vanessa uh, on the finance team. And uh, so, yeah, thanks all for coming and thanks for your commitment and uh, God bless you all.